Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1738, Four Ways to Live Each Day with Intention by Shelley Levitt with livehappy.com. And I'm your narrator, Justin Mollick, reading you blogs every single day of the year to help you live a more meaningful life. We have five shows covering different topics. Search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this to find all and subscribe to all of them for free. And I have an announcement. I'll share that right after the reading, so stick around until the end. But for now, let's get to another post as we optimize your life. Four Ways to Live Each Day with Intention by Shelley Levitt with livehappy.com. I want to move through life with energy and a sense of discovery, achievement, joy, and engagement. That is my intention. My hope is that living according to it would be the antidote to the uneasy feeling I often have at the end of the day when I flop into bed filled with self-reproach and wonder where my time went. My intent is to be guided by purpose instead of feeling that I'm spending my time haphazardly succumbing to whim or distraction. According to expert Malika Chopra, creator of the website intent.com, and psychologist Elliot Berkman, head of the Social and Effective Neuroscience Lab at the University of Oregon, setting intentions can function as a kind of internal north star, lighting the path to greater fulfillment and life satisfaction. These are the changes I've made in the few weeks since setting my intention. Number one, I meditate almost daily. It has taken me years to commit to a meditation habit, but the 10 or 15 minutes I spend doing a guided meditation on the Calm app has been transformative. The turning point was a workshop I took with Zokestu Norman Fisher, a poet and Zen Buddhist priest. When people say they don't have time to meditate, he said, I ask them, how do you have time to not meditate? With a regular mindfulness practice, he went on, you'll have fewer accidents. You'll lose things less frequently. Your focus will improve. Making decisions will become easier. Remarkably, I found all these things to be true. And when I'm feeling stressed, I summon the image I visualize during my meditation. I imagine my breath as a long string of pearls, and it helps me reconnect with that experience of stillness. Yet as good as meditation makes me feel, I'll skip it unless I keep to a schedule. So I make sure to meditate daily at 11 a.m. with 4 p.m. as a backup. Number two, I've stopped binging on the news. More than ever, I feel it's important to stay informed, but watching news show after news show wasn't bringing greater insight into the issues I cared about. It was only fueling a sense of outrage. And though I'm happy to have added the Washington Post to my beloved New York Times subscription, reading either one in bed was only deepening my chronic insomnia. So I've made some rules. No news shows or newspapers after 9 p.m. Instead, I think about how I want to feel inspired, amused, transported, enlightened. And I choose what I want to read, watch, or listen to based on that. This has led to fewer hours with CNN and more with Glow, the Netflix comedy about a real-life women's wrestling league from the 80s, the On Being with Krista Tippett podcast, and Elena Ferrante's beautiful Neapolitan novels. Number three, I cook more. I'd like to lose five or 10 pounds, 
but resolving to lose weight is usually both joyless and unsuccessful. So instead, I think about nourishing myself in ways that will align with my intention to feel more energized. And that helps steer me away from takeout Chinese food and into my kitchen when I cook up pots of farro and braised Swiss chard, practice poaching the perfect egg, and dig into cookbooks like Paula Wolfert's The Food of Morocco and What to Eat for How You Feel, The New Ayurveda Kitchen by Divya Alter. In trying new dishes like Paula's Eggplant Zalouk or Divya's Sprouted Mung Salad, I also experience that sense of discovery and achievement that I'm looking for. Number four, I do at least one new thing each weekend. I've been having all sorts of new experiences and meeting interesting people, volunteering to do kitchen prep at a food pantry, hiking a new trail, taking a class in brewing kombucha, walking the Los Angeles River in a meetup led by long-distance swimming champion Diana Nyad, attending a talk by Noah Levine, author of Dharma Punks, at the inaugural Buddha Fest in LA. Some outings have turned out to be less than inspired, the less said about the mass meditation held at a conscious life expo, the better, but I always feel like I'm following through on my intention to step outside my comfort zone. I'm far from living completely in line with my intentions. There are countless ways I stray from the path, but I feel encouraged rather than defeated. I have more clarity about the way in which small things, a far too messy desk and unmade bed, can undermine your vision of how you want your life to unfold. And I think I'll be able to put some new habits in place soon. You just listened to the post titled Four Ways to Live Each Day with Intention by Shelly Levitt with livehappy.com. And thank you to Shelly and the team at Live Happy. This one was really fitting because it reminds me of the importance of accountability and social support, which is really hard right now during the pandemic here in the States especially. For me, I can have intentions, but when I have a group to rely on, I'm much more likely to keep those intentions and form them into habits. One thing I've struggled with is connecting with listeners like you on an ongoing basis. We have a Facebook group, but it's very sporadic, not structured at all. And then we've done in-person meetups, but they're usually small. And right now that's not possible with the pandemic. So the Optimal Living Daily team put our heads together and we're launching a series of weekly challenges that we can do all together with you, all free, which is great. All you have to do is be there. I'll tell you how in tomorrow's episode and on my weekly newsletter mailing list. So if you listen then or you're on my email list, you'll get the news. Stay tuned. But I'll do it for today. Have a great day, great weekend if you're listening in real time. And I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.